Hello, everybody. It's podcasting time. It's podcasting time. Uh-huh. Trying to rack my brain to think of a rhyme. Podcasting time. Podcasting time. <laughs> both. Yeah, it's podcasting time. That was Hi. That was Hello. Fun. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to welcome, me. Welcome to uh, another episode of Couple of Critics <laughs> Podcast. My name is Michelle. My name is Sam. And we're here on another beautiful day. Sometimes there's sun, sometimes there's clouds. I think they call that partly cloudy. Yeah. Yes, and we're here as a review podcast because we like to talk about things, which really... That's not the case. It's just that we're very different, and so we share things that we like with one another, and uh, we I, talk about it. I, I love how the voice shifted greatly during that yeah. exhibit, I'm oh, going to call yeah. it. Did you oh, like it? yeah. You better believe it, brother. It's oh, just, we've got the laughs today. Are you doing a fucking Macho Man impression now? I honestly didn't know. I was just kind of going into an even more intense voice. Exhibit. Did you listen to any exhibit music? X gonna give it to you. Gonna <laughs> give it to you. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> so that's exhibit, huh? He's X. I didn't know he was X in the song. X gonna give it to you. I think so, unless I'm totally wrong. Are you sure? <laughs> Looking it up right now, Michelle. No, I am wrong. It's DMX. DMX? Okay. DMX going to give it to you. Well, what did Exhibit do here? Didn't I'm gonna Exhibit look up... pick Pimp the Ride or something? Yeah, he did Pimp Rides, but he had to have uh, songs. Exhibit. I wrote Exhobit. Let's see. Something about his estranged wife. X. <coughs> he had a song called X. All right. His top song. I got my name. Featuring. I'm playing it right now. Is the song X? No, it's called My Name, featuring Eminem and Nate Dog. All right, I can't. Oh, we need to move. It sounds definitely sounds like Exhibit. There he is. Do you recognize this? No. It's it's rough, man. You should have looked up the song X, because I remember there was a music right. video where he would he would put his uh. Arms into an X. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. X. Yes. I recognize this. Do you like this? Yeah, I do. It is so funny that I have such a detaste, distaste for like current rap and hip hop that this. Is miles beyond for me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I could listen to this just fine. At least it's got some groove and some energy, and the guy didn't take 12 Xanaxes before he went to the fucking studio. <laughs> but at the time, you were just like, hell no. Yeah, at the time. Yeah. X. But now, this is a party song, man. X. X. <laughs> All right, welcome to the podcast, like we said, everyone. Yes. We are not here to talk about Exhibit. No, we are not. But before we get into Even the, though we did. the main piece de la resistance, which we are talking about, motherfucking Hulk Hogan today and Hulk rules. Before we get into that, I would like to talk to you about my golf experience today, everyone. I know how excited everyone is to hear about my golf experience. And stay tuned, because I would like to talk to you about mesothelioma. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michelle's got very important things to say about mesotheliomia. I said theliomia. So while you talk about it, I'm going to look up what mesothelioma is. I want to talk to you people most importantly, specifically about how there are locker rooms 
At country clubs. I got to go to a country club today. I got in as a guest, and I got there early. And I pay for all my shit. I go to the driving range, and I'm hitting some driving range balls. And while I'm hitting some driving range balls, I notice... Oh. Oh. We got some cat action. How do you such a catty cunt? Oliver fucking detests Wayne. Detests him. He is not softened on it at all. It is a problem. Yeah. It's like an issue. It's kind of good that Wayne is hey! going to be temporary <laughs> for that reason, or that he is a temporary uh-huh. cat for, for that, that reason, reason? Yeah. because Oliver is miserable, even though he allergy wise has gotten so much better and oh, his yeah. fur has grown back and he just... I think your thesis of Clarence being the, the problem, culprit. the culprit of Oliver's allergy problems is dead on. It's been, yeah, ever since she died... He, he doesn't have her like breathe in and claw into and he used, inhale each piece of dander coming off of her. He used to knead and suckle her the back of her neck. All the and time. when he would stop towards the end because she was unhealthy and the way her kidneys were not functioning. Uh, Those fucking dumb kidneys didn't know how to work anymore. She just had all this extra dander and stuff. And so when he would do that and he would get off of her, you'd see just all this dander where he was just working her. So he guaranteed when she started falling apart. It got worse. Yeah. And then it started affecting him. And now he's doing wonderfully. I had no idea that not only cats and dogs can be allergic to one another, but dogs can be allergic to other dogs and cats can be allergic to other cats. Because it's just different types of dander and stuff. Just how, I mean, we're animals and we can be allergic to animals. Yeah. They can be allergic to... Can we be allergic to other human skin cells? I'm sure. Wow. I'm sure. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. What were you going to say about showers? I was going to say, hold on, hold on. You're giving it away. So I'm on the driving range hitting some balls and I noticed that my balls, because, you know, I've got a wonderful habit of not showering all the time. Oh, you mean you don't... You don't mean... (laughs) Golf balls. <laughs> I noticed that my balls are sticking to my leg quite well. And I'm thinking, I'm going to end up chafed by the end of this. And it's going to be bad. I was this close to driving home really quick because I had enough time to take a shower and then go back out there. So instead, I go to the bathroom. And as I'm walking to the bathroom, I notice it's not just a bathroom. It's a locker room. And within this locker room, ding, ding, ding. I think there's got to be showers. I find the showers. The lights are all off. I look around. I see some towels. I go, okay, check mark there. I look on the walls. I see little soap dispensers. Okay, check, check. I drop trowel immediately. Just rip off my shoes and my socks. Take off my pants. I leave my shirt and my hat on. (laughs) I run into the shower and just turn the shower on kind of. It drenches my lower shirt and hits my torso. I pull it up and I'm just like a kid in the shower, just sticking my dick and balls up towards the water and like really quick trying not to get caught. And uh, I took a shower, a little mini shower, shower. That's what they call a mini shower at the very prestigious country club today in our town because if you just took showers like a normal human being <laughs> this would not have happened but yeah and i wouldn't you... have this awesome story of going to washing my balls really quick at the hillcrest country club i mean i guess that's what it's for right <clears throat> stories taking a shower if i could if i was a member of that place i think i would shower 
No, because there's probably other dudes showering in there. I, if it was like a private shower, yeah. But there was nobody in there. If there was any other guy in there, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened. And if somebody walked in there while I'm just clothed from the top up, I would have been very embarrassed. But I took the chance anyway. Do you think that a bunch of golfers after a hot game <laughs> all go in together oh, yeah. and just shower and I talk think, about how they played? I think like a group of four uh, 62-year-old men walk in there and they're like, hot game today, huh, boys? And then drop trowel, take everything off and just go in there and... Scrub up their nuts while they talk about their strokes. Golf outside, billiards inside the shower. (laughs) That's the story I wanted to tell. All right. So I want to talk about a little thing that they call mesothelioma. Please tell everyone about mesothelioma. Mesothelioma is a tumor of the tissue that lines the lungs, stomach, heart, and other organs. It is cancerous and is the most common form is is usually affecting the lungs. I believe it. So, it's not going to affect your stomach, heart and other organs as regularly as it's going to attack those lungs. So, if you suffer from mesothelioma, go see your doctor. Yes, please. Go see your doctor. It's important. I feel like a little ad that you just shoved in there for mesothelioma. I did. I don't know why, but it felt right. It felt like the right thing it to felt do. Felt like the right thing to do. I don't know how you get it. I don't really care. But if you have it, you should go to a doctor because you would it. know before the doctor tells you. So the doctor is essentially just reassuring you. Hey, yeah, you got the Yoma. Is that what they say? I, yes. I wish I would have seen that you were getting ready to take a drink of water so I didn't immediately ask you a question and stop talking. Oh, that was, it worked. <laughs> it's fine. All right. You want to get to the reason we are here today? I sure do. Okay. We're about to listen to, I'm going to go ahead and say it, a wonderful album. I don't care who you are. If you don't like this album, you can take off, mister. Do you feel that way, too? Yeah, it's an album that I didn't realize I knew almost in its entirety. (laughs) I knew that I knew some songs from it, but I didn't know that I knew most of the songs. So it was a very enjoyable time for me. All right. This is 1995's. Hulk rules. It sure fucking is, brother. It sure fucking is, brother. Can you even believe it? Oh, my God. It sure fucking is, brother. Sam had no idea that what I did today while he was golfing, I went and bleached my hair three times, and it looks so bad, brother. But you know what? I'm here, and Sam had no idea, and I wanted this reveal to be on camera. What the fuck did you do to your head? How is your scalp not miserable? You have it's no fine. hair. You have no hair to bleach. I oh used God. an entire bottle that would be used on a of, whole head of hair. Of real bleach? No, I'm not real bleach. Okay, I, I went to I CVS and I bought a thing oh to God. get to bleach my hair platinum blonde. <laughs> and I did it three fucking times. So that's why you showed up to like lunch today and stuff with a hat on and uh-huh. everything. I've had a hat on the whole time <laughs> because I've had bleach blonde hair and it's so spotty and bad looking. But I don't even care because I'm here, brother. I'm here to do it. I'm here to do this for you. I'm here to do it for the kids because it's time to eat your vitamins and pray. 
it's so spotty and from like the side you can see spots that are like there are way more platinum there are parts that i put so much on that like refuse to color and then there are some parts that like immediately changed color (laughs) well the good thing about this is is you're gonna shave your head soon i'm sure like right after this i sure am (laughs) before you're gonna take pictures though, right? Oh, I'm gonna do Eminem videos. I was gonna say. I'm gonna... <laughs> How apropos, as they say, that I played an exhibit song with Eminem uh, guesting in there. Yeah. God, I love it when things just fit together like that, like a Don't fucking they? puzzle piece. Aww. I love, I love that you did something because I tried to think of something to do, like get a shirt and like try and rip it like the Hulkster and stuff. I thought about that too. But I just I just couldn't think of anything and uh, nothing that was worth it. I think it's funny now though. Are you going to wait to post pictures like I had to wait to post King Diamond? I might. <laughs> but I'm... <clears throat> oh shit, you okay? <laughs> I am so sinusy and stuff. Damn, it's sucks. for the last like two weeks. It's oh, been it's terrible. been... The weather's been really rough and dry too. It's like hot as fuck today which you were wearing that hat all day today and i looked at you a couple times like it's so fucking hot why is she wearing that does she just not want to like come into the hillcrest like izzy's area and not just be like the bald lady which is like doesn't bother me at all but i don't know if you're being like self-conscious about yourself but it turns out you fucking eminem'd your head and that is uh, and, and if it actually looked halfway decent and you're wearing a bandana for our listeners i don't know if you said that. oh no i didn't <laughs> No, I have I have the look. You'd say I've got the look, brother. What kind of girl can make a brown eyed boy turn blue or something? I don't really know the words, but I'm ready to I'm ready to tell kids to be healthy and eat their vitamins and this is a good time. pray to the Lord. <laughs> yeah, say your prayers. Yes, yeah, say your prayers, exercise and take your vitamins. Yeah. Woo. That was a good one, Michelle. That was a nice You're welcome. That was a nice chuckle. I, I saved it. I'm not really oh. good at at, whole, at uh, hiding in surprises. I like to go ahead and you did a very good I like job. To spoil things, but I kept that hat on. I like it so much. It's so comfortable. No. But I tell you what, there was a reason why I was wearing it, brother. So, when did you decide to do this? This is my last question before we actually get into the album. <laughs> Thank God we're recording. I, I was just like freaked out. Like, okay, I make sure I had to get that. I can't gold. remember. It was, I think it was last night <laughs> when I was laying in bed. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Sam's going to be coughing. Yes. And, and luckily today we went for so fucking long. <laughs> well, my, that actually, I was just like, fuck, because my plan was, cause you were going to do, you're going to play nine. I was going to meet you for lunch. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to play the other nine. So I was going to meet you for lunch and then come home and do it uh, <laughs> and then surprise you. But then I sent you a message like, Hey, <laughs> we're going to play the whole 18 and then have lunch. And I was just like, fuck. Now I have to like wear a hat and hide it. <laughs> So I love every bit of this saga that is happening. Plans have changed, oh. but it happened. My and I, fucking jaw hurts from smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I've never colored my hair in my entire life. Are you serious? Correct. Oh, well. So this is how did it go? And for the, you? So this is not only the first time I've ever colored my hair. This is the first time I've bleached my hair with platinum blonde. 
stuff and even though i did it three times there's some there's one hair right here in the front <laughs> that is still just dark and it refused to change color and it's just it. sticking straight the fuck out i see it yeah so it is a mess it's blotchy some parts are really blonde well, some parts are more like orange i mean you're shaving that shit soon yeah I'm it looks pretty orange shaving that shit Okay, let's get into this goddamn album. Good job. It was wonderful. Thank you very much. I, from the fans and the listeners and friends that listen, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome, brother. Okay, let's get this started. 1995's Hulk Rules by Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. Here we go, everyone. Yeah. Now, I want to apologize off the bat for some sound quality issues during this, but this album isn't the easiest to uh, obtain. Obtain, yeah. That's funny that we choose these albums that are hard to find just because we want to do them. And that, that started with Tool before they released oh, yeah. their stuff. Yep. And you had to do that. That was the first time, and it's happened multiple times. Oh, man. This album is hilarious. And, uh... I found out some stuff about this album that is very surprising to me. I badly wanted to look up just what, how this band even exists. Like, well, how did first, this? But I didn't, so I'm excited that you did. I'm going to do this in little parts. Because this is only 10 tracks. This is going to go fast today, I assume. Oh, yeah. Um, we like a good fast I'm gonna match, start, brother. I'm going to start with Hulk Hogan's music history. The Hulkster in high school was not a sports kid. He was a music kid. He had long blonde hair, and he loved to play the guitar, and he supposedly got very good at the guitar. Now, somebody came along in this band that he was playing in and was better at guitar than him. So he figured, I'm just going to step down and play the bass, and he said, I became a pretty damn good bass player. Now, according to Hulkster, this, (laughs) this band was called Ruckus. According to him, they were like tight and could have made it like could have been like a national touring band and says that they were like very professional but some people had kids and they didn't want to leave the area so the Hulkster pursues wrestling now he got into it because he loved wrestling but he got into the scene because wrestlers started coming to their shows of ruckus so he had like an in and I read a story that on his first fucking day of training he got his fucking leg broken so, wrestling is insane. But anyway, the Hulkster is just supposedly an actual... Sorry, I almost dropped my phone. It's like an actual musician. Like, he wrote these songs. This isn't just like a thing that WWF made and handed to the Hulkster. He wrote this with a few people, including a woman named... Uh, fuck, what's her name? Linda Balea. Now, Linda Balea... Is his wife. ...becomes Linda Hogan. She sings on this thing and helps. Well, he's Terry Bollea or whatever. Like, that's his oh, name. Oh, that's his name? I thought his name was Terry Hogan. No, his name is oh, not really? Hogan. Okay, I didn't know that's that like at all. Bull- whatever it is. All right. However you pronounce it. So there you it. go. V. Linda from, like, the Hulk show that you used to watch and the one that divorced him and started having sex with her, her son's, son's friend, friend. <laughs> uh, sings on this album, did some percussion on this album. And I guess maybe helped write some of the songs. I don't know if that's the case, but I don't know. It's wild the things I'm finding out about this. That the Hulkster actually had a hand in this because to me, this just seemed like a Hulkamania is fucking big right now. The WWF just being like, here, 
you are making this. But it's not the case. The Hulkster's always had music in his heart, Michelle. But he's not on all of these songs, so it's weird. He's not, because he's a self-proclaimed not good singer. Oh, he's that's... I can... Uh, <laughs> attest I to agree. that? Yeah. I fucking agree. He, he himself says, like, I can sing along with people and do some hooks, maybe, but other than that, I'll step to the side, and I'll just play the bass, and I'll just jam. Yeah. And I have actually remember seeing videos of him back in the day on WWF, like, jamming the fucking bass. But did you just think that it was part of his I probably, thing? I probably thought that he wasn't even playing the bass. That's what, yeah. You know what I mean? Just hand him a fucking instrument, this big goddamn goon. Because he looks just like a big oaf. What? But I loved the Hulkster. What are you saying? Did you did you love the Hulkster back in the day? Or did you have no opinion? I didn't fucking care about any wrestlers I was, ever. I was Hulkamania'd. I had a Hulkster uh, wrestling buddy. Those little plush guys that you could... Uh, Give figure fours to and give elbow drops off your dresser. And then you jump awkwardly off your dresser and your feet slip out and your dresser just falls on top of you. And you have to go, Mom, get a dresser off of me. God, you're such a nightmare of a kid. <laughs> well, I'm just in my underwear like tidy whities only because it was like my wrestling uniform. I always thought if I ever had a kid, I'd want a boy because it'd be easier. But I don't know. Everyone I talk to says boys are easier than girls. Yeah, but you sound like a lot. Please don't unplug things, Wayne. Wayne is... I gave him a little like bread tie thing that came in a package earlier, and he is treating it like it's a bug. We need to give him a Valium. <laughs> get it? Did, did you get it? I don't understand. Well, you know some drugs to calm him down? I don't understand. Okay. Right, What's just, drugs? Let's just move on. To the next song, which is titled American Made. Oh, yeah. Do you know who's singing this song? I'm going to say that this is a guy that is a good time to talk about named J.J. McGuire. J.J. McGuire on this album played guitar, keyboards, the bass, and drums. Holy cannoli. He also sings on this. It says vocals. Like a I'm going to say that that's him. Unless it is Jimmy Hart. Jimmy the Mouth from the South Hart, who was also a wrestling guy. He's got the red, white, and blue running through his veins. The song is so ridiculous. It's so America. It's like got the fist pump thing. You know, you can do almost the Judas Priest impression. You can definitely imagine him. Because I do remember, now that you're saying that, I remember him holding a guitar. It's probably a bass. I wonder if it was... Okay. Yeah, but did he make music videos for this? Probably. We probably went on a YouTube hole and found videos back in the day, and we just don't remember it. Because we've had a history with this album. This is not the first time for us hearing this. Okay, do you recognize no, this guy? not at all. This is Jimmy Mouth from the South. I do. Hart. Jimmy Hart. All right, Jimmy Hart also sings on this. Remember Jimmy Hart's name, because after this song, we're going to listen to another song that Jimmy Hart had something to do with. Now, Jimmy Hart, I don't, can't believe I figured out all this right before the podcast. Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire were friends before the wrestling thing happened, and they were in a band together. The band was called were the, the Gentries. I'm going to play a song by the Gentries after this, and I'm going to see if you've ever heard it, because... I'm going to be honest with you. It blew my fucking mind that that guy that I just showed you sang this song that we're about to hear. So, like, this J.J. McGuire dude and Jimmy Hart eventually ended up writing 
so many songs for wrestlers that became like their entrance themes and stuff. Okay. So this J.J. McGuire dude, who died March 15th, 2022, very recently. Wow. Was just like this mecca of wrestling songs, including like, I don't know, Shawn Michaels. You remember the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels? Well, he no. was a sexy, sexy man. Not. And he had a sexy, sexy theme. So he could shake that pelvis for the ladies. He didn't happen to kill anyone, did he? No, that was... Uh, Why is this Chris Benoit? I'm just... Oh, shit. I hit something weird. I didn't know if that's just a thing that also has ever happened before and wrestling before him. I don't think so. Because don't they think that he had, he had like, CTE or really bad, right? Oh, yeah, like that concussion shit where your brain rattles around in your skull With and you just, like, don't players. think right. Yeah, football players get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wrestlers are... Fu- while wrestling is choreographed to a part, you know, it's not like... still very physical. Yeah, it's so fucking physical. You're still hitting the mat so fucking hard. It's not that cushioned at all. It's made out of wood underneath. It's not It's not easy. And even if you're, like, jumping onto a table that's meant to give way, you're still jumping still on a table. Jumping on a fucking table. And your knees getting hit all the time. And it's like... It is, I mean, look at somebody like Mick Foley who finally stopped wrestling. But, like, there was a point where he could not walk. Just like stumbling around, like, ugh. Me, my brother tried to be a wrestler. <laughs> Your brother tried was, to be a lot of things. And it was fucking rough on him. Yeah, he has tried to be He's a lot of things. He's too big for some things. I think people who are big aren't meant to do stuff like that. All right. Like, just because you're big doesn't mean your body is able to handle you being rough with your big- bigness. I. I think Bob, if he was going to be a wrestler, he should have been one of those guys who isn't high flying. He's a dude that, like, picks up a lot and slams people down a lot. You know, he doesn't jump off a lot of shit. Whereas somebody like Rey Mysterio Jr., who is, like, a small uh, Mexican guy, he can, like, jump on people's shoulders and do all this, like, flips and stuff. And just a smaller body, I don't think it's as... I'm sure it's still very, very rough on him, but... I think it'd be more rough on a guy that's like 310 pounds. I, yeah, like... He probably couldn't even flip like that, but... A, a monkey can jump around better than a gorilla can. Yes. Gorillas aren't made to jump around because they're big and bulky. I don't, I don't think I like these analogies. What? A young little spry guy versus a big uh, top-heavy... Yep. Like, yeah. But if that big top-heavy hulking thing gets a hold of that jumping around thing, they can just slam it onto a rock. Good times. Wouldn't you love to watch an ape slam a monkey's skull onto a rock? Only if I could look at a baboon's ass next. <laughs> All right. The Gentries. I mentioned them earlier. Yes. Starring. This isn't like Montgomery Gentry. No. Or one of them died. The singer is Jimmy Hart, the guy I showed you earlier, the mouth from the South, who I can't believe was in a band before. Can't believe, as a kid growing up, I had no idea he had anything to do with the music. Okay. Like this. This is a song called Cinnamon Girl. Cinnamon Girl already has a familiar ring to it. Yeah, this song was later really popularized by one of my brother's favorite artists. Yeah, okay. Yes, this is Jimmy Hart singing. Wow. Yeah. 
they had a few other hits, including the first breakthrough, which I didn't recognize. But as soon as I played this, I was like, fuck, I recognize Cinnamon Girl. Yeah, from Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, which, correct? I, I mean, it just said popularized by Neil Young, but um, maybe. I didn't know if it was him or if it was the whole band. I don't know either, but God damn it, I was like, this is blowing my mind that the guy who used to carry around a bullhorn and yell at Yokozuna on the uh, wrestling ring is the dude who wrote that fucking song. Oh, it's Neil Young with Crazy Horse. Ah, Crazy Horse action. I, I don't even know if my brother knows that stuff, which I can't wait to tell him. Unless that, unless he listens to the podcast. And if he is, hey, dude, how you doing? Well, I can't wait to tell him about mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's... Apropos, I just said it again. I got to get that out of my fucking vocabulary. You're just really obsessed with saying part of your middle name. Yeah, you're right. Let's go back to the Hulkster with a song called Hulkster's Back. This one makes me uncomfortable, which I love the song. I love most of the songs, but I don't like the way he talks. Check out the Pulp Brothers. (laughs) What, always aggressively? No, when he tries to talk like a kid. I don't know what you're talking about. There are parts in songs where he's just like, Yeah, hey there, dude. And he says stuff like that. And like, you are a grown man. Oh, hold on. Hey, check out the Pythons, baby. (laughs) It's so wonderful to think that Hulk, this JJ guy, and fucking Jimmy Hart wrote this. I thought they just picked this out of like... A tub of songs that someone had submitted to a record company. I assumed it didn't have a lot of heart and soul. I, I, but I honestly assumed it was like a band or like people he knew who he just like got together with and kind of contributed to because he's not, you don't hear him on every song. No. So I didn't think that this was his thing at all. And that's Linda doing that. Check out the Python, baby. Wow. Yeah. No fucking it's idea. It's so cheesy and bad, but, but it's I... fun, it's, right? I love it. <laughs> right? No, it, it's... I mean, as far as music goes, it's terrible. But I've known about this, I believe, for a long time because of Cherie. Yeah, oh yeah, that's where I learned it from was Cherie, our friend Cherie in high school. She, she's a girl who knew a lot of underground stuff, alternative stuff. She made it her mission to know stuff that people didn't. Yeah. Which helped me want to be another person, that one who listened to stuff that people didn't. Well, she spent a ton of time in chat rooms talking to, like, older people. <laughs> yeah. And just absorbing things from other people. And then she just became this. That's always how it is. It's just, like, people learn and then they pass it on. Absolutely. So she was that for me and I was thinking about this earlier how I've always hung out with people who listen to like metal and stuff I've talked about this on other episodes you listen you hang out with the alternative kids I do why do the alternative kids hang out with me that's what I never understood because you don't understand that you're actually an alternative kid you just don't dress like an alternative kid and well, that's what I've always thought it was. Like, I didn't ever look like an alternative kid, but I also didn't listen to but the same music. But, but I like your attitude is an alternative kid. Your interest is an alternative kid. Sure, you like some mainstream stuff, but all alternative kids like some mainstream stuff. You are also just the sense goofy. Of humor. Yeah, you're just fucking goofy. We always just laughed a lot together too. Well, I did with you know all kinds of people, so I, I feel like just humor is probably a big part of it. Absolutely. Because, like, 
I don't know if my memory is correct, but I remember people that I would consider like preps at the time or jocks at the time. It's like, oh, you don't understand jokes or comedy. Like, I can't talk to you. Whereas I had puked from laughing too hard watching Beavis and Butthead, where yeah. I didn't know any other girls my age now, I'm who not... loved Beavis and Butthead like I did. Now, I think those kind of people can understand comedy when they are told, we are putting on a comedy, here you go. Yeah. Then they'll understand it. But I think when you like do bits or jokes in real life, it just throws them off. And they're just like, huh? What do you do? Like, as a person who does bits and jokes, you and I and other people I know, it's like you just want to play. Like, it's almost just a little form of play. Like, Or just, like, constant references to things that other people are just like, what? This isn't a normal conversation. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that's how I like to... <laughs> that's how I am. Yeah. And that's how my sister and I always were. It was yep. just always references to things and just laughing about things we've seen and <clears throat> been exposed to. Do you ever use a joke to bring something up so that you can tell somebody about that thing now? Like... Yeah, that's kind of like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Oh, you don't know what that is? Well. <laughs> Not anything specifically that I can think of. I guarantee I'm guilty of that a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> I love like, as soon explaining as you, As soon as you said that, I was just like, that feels like you. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's move on, my dear. Um, what the hell is the next song? Oh, we're on to... The Wrestling Boot Traveling Band. The Wrestling Band. Boot Traveling Band, which is a very interesting song. I'm th- I'm going to listen to the vocals, and I'm going to take a guess to see if it's Jimmy Hart or if it's J.J. McGuire. I think it's Hart. I mean, look. That's my guess. It's a picture of Hart right there, the same picture I showed you earlier. That shows up first on Google. But since you played that other song, in my what I can remember, that folksy song... That Cinnamon oh, Girl. Uh, Cinnamon Girl, yeah. This sounds more like that. Oh, that's Jimmy Hart. Yeah. That's definitely Jimmy Hart. That's more of that like... For some reason, they're showing a car that's just spray-painted Juggalo on the hood. Because <laughs> we have to use YouTube videos for this right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they're just compilation so like videos. a slideshow so of Jimmy Hart-related things. And yeah, and then there are times when it gets like serious, and it'll be like a ridiculous picture of Hulk... I can't remember the words at all right now. It's catchy as fuck. It is, but it's also so bad. Oh, it's so corny. But it's funny. Like, and it's so Jimmy Buffett. This is not a good song in the sense of music and music that I enjoy. No, not at all. This would, If it were anything else, it would not be on my radar. No! But because Hulkster Chicken Sandwich, that made me laugh every time I saw <laughs> that montage of pictures on yes. YouTube. Yes, everyone. There's a picture that says Hulkster Chicken Sandwich, followed up by Macho Man Randy Savage right now. But I have always been someone who can listen to things that are bad because they're funny. I like things that are bad because they're funny, and I... I don't know. I don't think everyone does that. I remember, I think Adam said that he did not do that. And he thought that was ridiculous. That you and I can listen to things that we know are awful. It's like I I can watch movies that I know are awful. And I love them because they're terrible. It's just how it goes. King Diamond. It's what's happening. 
<laughs> I love the band Together. The band that was uh, the MTV. Did oh, a, oh, with a two. The two remake. Together. Yeah, the the parody boy band with but, Kevin Farley. But because band boy boy bands were popular, they became popular as well. So then the parody band became an actual band. I got lost in the Caribbean smooth sounds. The wrestling boot traveling band. <laughs> it's such like an island vibe. Jimmy Buffett. And I was going to say, and kudos to them. Every song is of a different style. They are not sticking to one thing. It's not That's a boring true. album by any means. Yeah. They're doing their fucking job. I agree. So this was it, though, right? He didn't do any more albums other than this? Okay, that's interesting you say that. He did a little thing after this that I want to talk about, but first I'm going to play the last song we're going to listen to before we go to break. Here we go. Bad to the Bone by the Hulkster. That's right. There's a motorcycle at the beginning. you got to have a necessary motorcycle. Terry Bolella loves... I wish I feel like it's Bolella. I don't remember. I'm not looking it up. I refuse to look it up. You don't have to. But I believe he is a uh, he's a tough man. He's, he's a, a very tough, tough American man. manly man. He's a fucking macho man. Except no, he's not no, macho no, man no, Randy no. Savage. He's a Hulkster. So I believe they call that a Hulkamaniac. I don't think they did any other album after this, but what they did do is this guy called him up and said that he loves the album, but the album he would have loved to have released if the album's already been released. I want to do something else with you, which I would like you to work with a band and uh, do a cover of a Gary Glitter song. Because at the time, Gary Glitter was not known for the monster that Gary Glitter is. That is correct. How strange that Gary Glitter comes up two episodes in a row. That's been more than it's been more than that. Oh, oh in a row. In a row, yes. Okay. It's been a lot lately in the last month. I just can't get Gary Glitter off the mind. That's just like glitter. You just can't get it out. So he says... stays forever. He says, now the band I want you to work with on this Leader of the Gang song... Terry Balea. God damn it. Listen up, Terry Balea. Terry Eugene Balea. I want you to hook up with these young cats called Green Jello and do a song called Leader of the Gang. So Green Jello and Hulk Hogan released a single called Leader of the Gang, which was a cover of a Gary Glitter song, which means technically, by proxy, Sam Isert, me, and technically in a band with Terry Balea, Hulk Hogan. That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. Good to meet ya. I Big fan. I think I've been in, uh, in the I'm art of, of more Green the one oh. and only Weird Al. Yes, as well. So, because I'm pretty sure I've been involved in more official art on a cover and stuff than Hulk Hogan has. So, there you go. Bad to the bone. But I forgot about all that, which was very interesting to me. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah, this song is rocking and rolling. It's 80s machismo to the max. Which it's 1995. It's very funny that that song is still being released. <laughs> vroom, vroom, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what else is uh, very interesting I learned about Hulk Hogan before we go to break? Is he, is he an only child or does he have a brother, brother. or a sister? <laughs> That's why he always says brother because he always wanted one and never had one. <laughs> um, no. There was a time where Mr. Terry, Mr. Hulk Hogan decided 
my body is being hurt too much. I would love to uh, go out and like play music again. Like seriously with somebody. Okay. So I think I read correctly that uh, Rolling Stones may have been looking for a bass player at one time and he would have loved to play bass for them. But I think they turned him down or didn't even respond. They turned him down. And uh, I do know that he (laughs) wanted to try out for Metallica as a serious bass player for Metallica, Hmm. which would be fucking hysterical to see... uh, Hulk Hogan just trying to play thrash metal up there with James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett. Just like... It'd be the only time I'd ever be interested in Metallica. We gotta go see the Hulkster play the bass for Metallica. It would have been wonderful. I don't know if we do need to do that, but... I think we absolutely do. But that's uh, that's what's going on. There you go. You want to go to break now? I do! Okay, let's go to break. We'll be back to talk more about the Hulkster... It'll be a good time. I don't see anything about him having siblings. I don't know. Good. That's why he always says brother. We figured it out. You figured it out. Congrats to you. We're going out to leader of the gang. We'll be back. We'll be back. I try to fit as much reviews about things out in life that I can in one minute. I only have 50 seconds left, so let's go. Ham, it was terrible. It made my teeth fall out. Skee-ball, it landed on my toe because it's too heavy for me to pick up. Aluminum foil, it was fucking wonderful. Did you know you can smoke coke off of that stuff? Harrison Ford, he's pretty fucking lame. Chevy Chase, he's fucking boring. Kia Optima, very sporty. And the Sopranos, it was terrible. They ate too much ham, which they called gabagool. It was fucking ham, and nobody's teeth fell out. That was the part that infuriated me the most. All right, that was Abe's one-minute reviews. Thanks for listening. are back listening to Neil Young. That's right, Cinnamon Girl. I'm so glad that you quickly faded that out as soon as you started singing. That was great. Well, my favorite part is totally the beginning where it's like, yeah. All right, we're back, everyone. We are talking about, well, God damn it, we're talking about Hulk Rules by Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. If you didn't know already, I'm pretty sure you did. The wrestling boot traveling band. Jimmy Hart melting hearts. He's melting hearts with this beautiful, beautiful scene. Draining vaginas. Oh yeah, girls are slipping on the floor. It's insane. Vaginas are so gross. I don't know why anyone likes them. Because we're chemically programmed to. Hmm. Okay. 
We like the smell and the taste. Oh, God. Fucking nasty. <laughs> I knew that was going to gross you out, so that's why I said it. We're all open and squishy. Yeah, open and squishy all the way. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We're kicking back into it. This is a fucking classic song. In the Hulk rules world, this may be the first song that I had heard off this album. I figured out why you like vaginas. It's because you have cold penises, and we're so warm. Oh, our penises, they hang off of our body. They just get so cold. The wind is always whipping into them and stuff. They're freezing. Here, let me warm that up for you. And that's why mine is always tucked in real close to my body, because it's so cold. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Let's listen. I want to be a Hulkamaniac, baby. You are wearing a Christmas shirt, so you are in the cold Christmas spirit, even though it's anything but outside. This is a song that sounds like it makes me want to learn how to spell. This was, I believe, the first song that I knew by this band. It was definitely me. It's definitely one for me. This was like the one that I think Cherie used to introduce us mm-hmm. to. It. If you want to be a Hulkamaniac, I can sure tell you how to stay on track. I mean, this is like everything you want in a Hulk album. It's got the Hulkster rapping. The fucking song sounds like it's... It's so 80s, and it's in the middle of 1990. It's 95. It makes no sense. I mean, think of all the, the albums that we've done in 1994 and 1995 that were like alternative classics. Oh, yeah. And shit like that. And this was released. Oh, it's absolute garbage. This sounds like it should have been released in 1984? 85? At the latest? I would say. This sounds very early 80s when... They were when these instruments were newer and in a synthesized sort of way. Like it's just like, why are you doing this now? This went on. Uh, this went uh, successful on the charts with, like, it was a kids' album charts or something like that. It was not. It was meant it was, to be. It for was kids. a commercial success for children, but other than that, it, you could probably tell it did not break through in mainstream media hits, which would be wild if any of these ever did. I think the reason why this song is so funny is because Hulk seems like he's such a tough guy. I mean, he can rip his shirt off of his body. <laughs> and crush your skull. But this is the softest sounding song. Oh, yeah. You would not expect this <laughs> to come out of that guy at all. No, not. He is, okay. This is the song because he hits it so hard here. He is trying to be the white Mr. T. Ah, that's a very good thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's got that like, yeah, oh, be your kids and, it's and all drink like, some vitamins and go to school. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What's well, that time where it's like he knows he's like four kids, which I think very soon after this, he goes to NWO and turns like starts wearing black and becomes like the anti-hero. Ah. I don't know when that happened. Is that when he got on his motor motorbike and I mean he always had a motorbike into the sunset with Linda Blair. Oh yeah, with her big old tits and her fake tan. Yeah, Linda Blair from Exorcist, which stars Kazuzu. <laughs> no one steal my idea that I got from Michelle saying a word. If you. <laughs> It's you gonna do be, it before it comes out, then they can't. Pazuzu with a kazoo in Pazuzu's mouth, and it's going to say, Kazuzu, it's fucking gold. Kazuzu. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. What was I going to look up? I don't remember now. <laughs> you were going to look up Terry's oh, I sex video. To, I wanted to know when uh, the Hulkster... Got in trouble for saying the N-word? Uh, oh, poor Hulkster. Yeah. <laughs> it just chooses things not to say. What? I don't know. That was dumb. <laughs> when did... that, that was a sentence. NWO timeline. NWO. Do you remember the NWO? Was your dad into wrestling? Yes, I've said this a thousand times. You're just trying to make conversation. Yeah. So you ask a question instead of... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeesh. <laughs> it's not yeesh. It's your formula has been Good podcasting. Good podcasting. Is it, it would be if the other person good? played along. <laughs> this is better when I sound like it's a 70s. 70s. Uh, 20s radio. It is the 20s. P- please go 20s for me. It's the 20s radio. Okay, I'm pretty I'll sure. I'm pretty sure the NWO started in 1996. So it's literally the height Two of this years. album. And then he just fucking goes like, well, I'm done being the kid uh, hero. I'm going to go wear black and put black in- stubble on my face and wear black shirts. And I'm going to have the be a zero. Order. Be, no. He was a new world zero. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to a fucking classic of a song. This is... This well, might this be whole the, album is a classic. This, this song, though, is, is... As people say, they go, Mwah. That's what this one is. I think this was the second song I was introduced to. Mm, me too. All right, Beach Patrol, everyone. <laughs> fucking you're welcome, everyone. Don't mind that we're just going to probably sing along. 1995. <laughs> Amazing. I was walking down the beach looking for some action. Had my radio set on a rap rock station. Saw a girl in trouble. A sticky situation. She wanted me to give a mathematical presentation. Beach Patrol. We want a party, party, party. The, these two songs that we've heard back to back. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. And Beach Patrol have just been... They, they they took me back to like freshman year, freshman yeah, year, sophomore year, just laughing my ass off at the fact that this exists at all. And yeah, and and to find out it. now that it, it's still blowing my mind that it's 1995. Like it is. that's well, not even like MC Hammer's already happened. Boyfriend, right? Or no, when he would have already happened in like 92, I think. Think so. Or 1990. I feel like I was young, not 90. It was pre. It was MC early 90s. Hammer, you can't touch this. You can't touch this. Came out in 1990. So this sound to be released in 95 is fucking outrageous. Do I have that wrong? 1995 was like... It was Waterfalls was already out. Because that was 1994. <laughs> My God. It's fucking wild. Like It was almost time for the, the whole pop music of the late 90s. Like Hanson was getting ready to yeah. come out. These sounds are so out of date. <laughs> But pump it up, pump it up, pump where? up the vase. It's fine. Pump, pump up, up the vase. He wants that bass pumped up because he... I mean, Metallica, they let him play, actually. The story actually went like this. James Hitfield let him in there, and he was like, Buddy, you're just too good. Like Les Claypool himself, you're just too good to be in this band. Hey there, dude. I like to think that he would have made it in Metallica, 
but still dressed like in the yellow and <laughs> red like the Hulkster does. <laughs> what sort of... That was like a cheesy, uh, like a squeak toy version of, of an record actual scratch. record scratch. <laughs> it's such a weird sound. It's not like a toy one that like you can get from Walmart where it's oh, like yeah. baby's first turntable and you just like press the little uh, lever. I remember those. Wow. Gotta keep it going for the kids. Oh man, we had this waitress today and her voice was so insanely nasal. She got the job done pretty efficiently. She did. I'll say that, but this is, yeah. Do you, do you need that? Thank you. That's fine. Do you need more coke? Do you need more coke? Thank you. It was all like very quiet, drawn out. No, I mean, the lowest energy I've ever seen from any server in my entire my life. My entire life, yeah. Not really physically, but vocally. Just energy down. Like, I've had way less interested and, like, checked out waiters and waitresses before. But her, she was in, she was, like, getting the job done. She understood everything. She was just on level one. <laughs> Do you want the Oreo cheesecake, regular cheesecake? I'll get you another cone. You want another margarita? How's the, how's the food, guys? What the fuck are you doing? Are you, are you doing an Anthony Kiedis just really low? Yep, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome for Beach Patrol. We're moving on to Hulk's the One. <laughs> He sure is. Hey, 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 <laughs> Every time my brain has done that. Linda. <sighs> no wonder it's not very good. <laughs> no idea. Because the... it doesn't sound like it's an actual singer. No, she doesn't sound strong. It just... God, this song sucks ass, and of course it's just a Linda song. It's a Linda, yeah, but I'm still, I'm still impressed Love that they pulled this off themselves. Man, you see the, the Hulkster, man. and he just looks like a dumb lunk. You know what I mean? But he wasn't. He made this fucking album. I think he produced it along with Jimmy's mouth from the South Park. Fine, it's all, it's super low energy. It's our waitress's mom, uh, is what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> no, it's actually Brooke's mom. And insert, Nick. oh, I was going to say insert son's name Nick here. Nick who drunk, dr- drunk drove and killed his friend. Is he still in jail from that or did he get out? Uh, he, I don't think he spent as much time in jail as a normal person would. Of course not. That's Money not talks. It sure does. Money talks. Which sucks because a life was taken. Absolutely. I want justice for Nick's dead friend. If Leif Garrett had to suffer, so do you. <laughs> I don't think Leif Garrett went to jail, though, did he? I don't know. I bet all these people actually probably had a miserable time. They just had to do, like, donations to certain places and do, like, all this wild stuff that all this that we as normal people services. don't have the ability to do. So, therefore, we have to just suffer the time. <laughs> because, I mean, if we had money and somebody was looking at me like, you know, Sam, you can just make a donation. You don't have to go to jail for five days. I'd be like, donation made, my friend. <laughs> oh, I would, too. It's just crazy that it can... Um, the most 
most often it seems that the people that they bust are the poorer people who can't afford to buy their way out. So it's just people rotting. It's poor people rotting in jails. They gotta have people in jail so those jailers have something to do. That's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> A jail should honestly, the goal should be to not have people in there. But it's not their goal Definitely at all. Definitely not the goal. It's not their goal It is at all. a business, and they make a ton of fucking money. Absolutely. On everything down to the packets of ramen noodles. Fuck yeah. I was like 86 cents when I was going there. I bet it's like $1.20 now. Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> I bet a lot of people suck dick for ramen noodles in jail. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed it's happening. I bet. You know, there's people sucking dick just for free, just to suck a dick. Well, it is just America. For the, just for the taste of it. You're allowed for now before they before they take it away. Before they take that away, too. You better get your dick sucked uh, before sodomy <laughs> is uh, also pulled back on. Because yeah. sodomy is not just butt stuff. It's also mouth stuff. So, in other words, I love every portion of sodomy. I'm a godless sodomite. <laughs> Proud and loud. Um, I'm going to throw a fact at you here out of nowhere after we talk about sodomy. It's the last thing about this album that I really feel we should talk about. And it's barely going to be a conversation. This was released on a company called Select Records. The two other people, I mean, there was a lot of artists that was on Select Records, but only two that I had ever heard of in my life. All right. Let me guess. Is the other one Lou Bega? No. Damn. No. They're actually both kind of comedy duos. They both, both of these duos had them at least one movie. One of these duos had more than one movie. Think of early 90s, oh, you 80s do want me comedy to duos. Yes. One comedy duo specialized in phone call pranks. The Jerky Boys. Yes, they released uh, just a best of the Jerky Boys, so none of that early stuff, but they released a best of the Jerky Boys. The other one was two young African-American gentlemen, one with a very fun haircut. Kids in Play? Kid and Play, no, not kid and Kids play. in God Play. God damn it. I don't know kid why I said play. kids. They released a lot of Kid and Play shit, actually. Nice. Yeah, so Select Records has... This album that we're listening to, Jerky Boy's Best Stuff, and like four kids and play things. Kids, I said kids oh, and play now. Oh, see, it's easy to it. fuck that up. I don't know why it oh, is, but it's easy shit. to mess it up. Okay, we've got uh, two, two more, more songs? songs, and this next one's another fucking gem. This whole thing is just filled with gems. This is definitely, I would say, the best ballad on the album. On any album of all time. All right, that's fair, Here too. Here we go. This is a song called... Hulkster in heaven. I do want to give this a little time to breathe. I think people need oh, to kind of hear take a listen what's to happening. The fake so trumpet. Enjoy. We're, I'm, I'm going to step back for a Me minute. Me too. Everyone just enjoy. I read it in the papers. I saw it on TV. I guess it'll be one empty seat. When I wrestle at Wembley. Wembley. No one pronounces it that way. <laughs> But now you've torn my heart I knew you were a Hulkamaniac Right from the very start Now that's not Linda You were my friend I'll see you again This is best. When the Hulkster goes to heaven Heaven, heaven 
Now this is a song that's just showing you the prowess. The world just lost another Hulkamaniac. I think I just saw lightning. Oh, it's going to get wild. Yeah, there's supposed to be thunderstorms, so hopefully we can get this done before we uh, oh. become electrocuted and potentially lose the episode. Right? I'm, I'm fine with being electrocuted as long as we can still put this episode out. Right? Oh, do it for the people. It's all for the people. Um, That fake trumpet is fucking terrible, but it makes the whole song. It reminds me of... Cannibal the Musical. There's like trumpets in that and like symphony stuff that he could not afford real stuff. And it's got that same fucking tone where it's just like these MIDI trumpets that are just... Like I would be embarrassed to put out. It would have to be like a joke. I could not put it out seriously. This song is so fucking beautiful. Um, There was a rumor about this song that he actually wrote it about a real kid that he was supposed to wrestle in like 1992 in the United Kingdom, and uh, the Hulkster got a call right before he went. Or he noticed an empty seat, and then he got a call like during the event that the, the child had died. And then you go to heaven, heaven. But by that time in the world, he had not wrestled in the United Kingdom yet, so that story's complete bullshit. <laughs> I think this is just a fucking cheesy ass song just to think of a topic like. We really need to grab the sick children of the world. And he was a friend till the end, which Fuck sounds yeah, like was, was a very short amount of time. But proceeds from this album actually did go to like help sick children. And then actually that was a lie too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course, Terry Bollea pocketed all that dough. I'm sure he I didn't get a lot. I don't think that uh, he put that rumor out. I think it just happened unless he put that rumor out. <laughs> This is the longest song on the album, which is good because I need as much of this song as I can get. I believe it's four minutes and 44 seconds of pure gold. Pure shitty midi trumpet gold. Pure misbleached gold hair. (laughs) See, that cat sleeps where Clarence used to sleep. It's true. I'm just basking in this song. I don't really want to talk about it. Basking? Isn't that a word? Basking. basking? It's not basking? No. Am I, am I that stupid? Are you think you're thinking basking and vast? I think you put those two together. Unless you're fasting. Look, basking. Basically it's an upcoming trend started in Sweden where someone wastes something. Often champagne, and it's to show off your money. Basking. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, that's good. I have the worst laugh. <laughs> I, I'm turning into like a Chucky Crypt Keeper Joker laugh. I have a Gibson laugh through and through. What, honky? <laughs> yeah. Like Roseanne, kind of? <laughs> yeah, hyena-esque when I get into it. Um, but I have my own thing to it, so I have like a Kerboppel Lisa Simpson like... <laughs> my laugh on here is ha, 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 ha. but if I'm like out in the world and laughing like really hard at something it's ha, 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 ha. again it was beautiful Linda beautiful vocal work Linda beautiful beautiful mouth work especially on your son's best friend's penis 
penis, penis. Oh yeah, I washed my penis today at golf. The golf place I said at golf. Yeah, yeah. In the locker room. No, I lied. I put my dick in the ball washer and slammed it in and went up and down. On the course. That'd be a really long, really long, really thin penis to be able to do that. Like, like 14 inches long, but like thin as paper. (laughs) And now that Sam has explained how his penis is to all of you. (laughs) Yeah. Thin as paper? Nope. Oh. And 14 inches long? Yeah. It sounds exactly like your penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? A waitress that we had today? No, I'm not. All right. We've got one more fucking track. And it's the title track, everyone. It sure is. Hulk Rules by the band Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. One last song coming at you. Better fucking soak it in, you sons of bitches. Listen to the tom work. Listen to the bass, the slap bass. That's got to be the Hulkster. That's got to be that. uh, Did he ever come out to this song or anything? I thought he came out to American Made. Not sure, though. I don't know anything about it. I just didn't know if he ever had. I'm going to look up. Hulk Hogan. Entrance. Yeah, Real American. Wasn't that a song from earlier? I don't know. It's uh, American Made. Well, maybe he went in from a different song then. He went in from a different yeah. song. Sometimes I say sentences that are just like <laughs> Dude, no. really stupid. You just have to kind of understand what you mean. I sound so much dumber on this podcast than I think I actually am. It's because you're listening closer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Oh, so I am just this tough. Gotcha. My head be itching. I am too. My head doesn't itch. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked it doesn't burn. I'm surprised your scalp still exists after bleaching it three times. I bleached it three times. It said to repeat the process if it didn't work. Just have it didn't a say to do it two more times. It just said one take more. Take off your hat. It's just your skull. <laughs> oh. Look, Sam. I, I bleached my head. That just, it just goes through to my brain, apparently. Yeah. You You're in such pain. You, you sound like, like a full ah. invalid. For some reason in my mind, you didn't have lips either. Sam! Sam! I tried to listen. It's so hard to talk without your lips. I just tried to say, it's so hard to talk without your lips. Hi. Turn to the next page. Listen to that fucking saxophone go. Goddamn classic. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We fucking did it. We did it. We uh, happily just uh, reveled throughout that song. 
and the whole album. I mean, it was a good time for me. See, it's it had a... to be a good time for everyone listening. And if not, there's no way that you again, didn't enjoy that take album. Take off. There's, yeah, get on out of <laughs> All right, well, we are to the bottom of the podcast where it's time to do those things that we like to call questions. One, two, three, go. Hulk rules. Talk about Hulk rules. Talk rules. Talk, talk, talk rules. Talk about Hulk. It's Hulk talk. It's talking, talking, talking about Hulk. It's Hulk talk. Ask me questions. Beautiful. Again. Good job. All right. So. I really badly just wanted to drop this and let it just land on the floor, but it would have gouged the shit out of it, and it wouldn't have been a good idea. And it would have scared the cats away, the cats away, the cats away. It would have scared the cats away. All right. Why did you choose this album, Sam? Because you said I should do something fun, and you suggested our lord and hero, Weird Al Yankovic. And uh, I switched to the left of Weird Al. <laughs> I went with the Hulkster. I thought it'd be a nice surprise for you. And I know we both had history on it. So I just thought it was a good choice. What do you think I thought when you gave this to me? Uh, sweet. Awesome. You were probably a little bit jealous that you didn't get to it first. But I knew you were down with it. I've definitely looked for this m- multiple times because I wanted to bring this to the table. Uh, so there was a little bit of jealousy, but I was, you said that you took my word or my advice. So I thought you were going to go with Weird Al, but you didn't. So I, there was genuine surprise when you said this and, uh, lots of excitement for sure. Nice. Nice. All right. And how many times did you listen to the Alpha? I listened to this about three and a half times. In one motherfucking day because I forgot that I was supposed to listen. I'm irresponsible when it comes to this podcast and everything else. In your life, in your life, in your life. I listened to it four times. Nice. I did not listen to it enough. Oh, really? You don't think enough? I should have listened to it more. It's a jammer. It's It's really good. It's a pajammer. Speaking of it being a jammer, yeah. least and most favorite songs. Okay. This one's going to be tough because I actually know. I think that, fuck. Okay. Your least favorite song. Lay it on me. What do you think? Um, I think I'm going to say Hulkster's Back. Mm, sorry, Michelle. You're incorrect. Today's correct answer is going to be a little thing called Bad to the bone, starting with some motorcycles. Vroom, vroom, vroom. This song just never sticks in my brain. And for some reason... Well, will you go further into the song so I know what song it is? I can't, because this is... It's not giving me a, a location meter thing. So we're just stuck at the beginning of the songs. This sounds very 80s. Yeah, so and, 80s. and this isn't my favorite '80s guitar tones. Even though this is a little bit King Diamondy, a little bit, a little bit merciful fadeish. Just not this my style. Sucks balls. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, bad of the bone. That's mine. Michelle. It sucks balls, huh? man. I'm gonna it guess. It sucks balls to the bones. I'm gonna guess it's still that one. Bad to the bone is your least favorite song. No, it's actually. God damn it! It's actually Hulkster in Heaven. What? That song is funny, but it's awful. It's terrible. Heaven, heaven, heaven. Listen to it. <laughs> it's so funny that it's so good to listen to. It's still hilarious. It sounds like a soundtrack made by like trauma movies, like Thanks Killing or anything like that. Just real cheaply made. Especially when he says, I used to tear my shirt. Yeah. Like, now you tore my heart right <laughs> yeah. here. I knew you were a Hulkamaniac right from the very start. Yeah, it's all that, all those bitches uh, make the song bad. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, we'll, we'll say that's my least favorite. All um, right. Now, your favorite? This one was hard for me. really hard. Absolutely. It's definitely not American made. No. It's not the wrestling boot traveling man. I honestly think it's Beach Patrol. You, he talks about listening to a rap rock station, and I know how much you love rap rock, so I'm going to say that you love to party, party, party. I mean, that's a real good one. Okay. But nostalgia wins out, and I just, I'm going to give it to, I want to be a Hulkamaniac. This is just, this is what made me get into this album and want to listen to the rest of this. And, and was delighted by the rest of it. It did not disappoint. Because this is just as on par as the rest of the album. <clears throat> and this one, he doesn't sound stupid. Like, even though he's like, you know, drink your cereal. He's still like, on rhythm. He's still like... Did you say drink your cereal? Me? Yeah. I do things like that. Like, drink your vitamins, go to milk. Go into milk. All right, that's what my favorite song was. All right. Michelle, I am guessing the same goddamn song is I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac is your favorite song. This one's almost impossible to choose. It's either that or it's Beach Patrol. <sighs> it's probably... See, I, it's between the two. Of course it is. And I have to make a decision. If you want to give it to Beach Patrol just to represent it, I understand. Yeah, I'll give it to that because I really love to party, party, party. She loves to party, party, party. And it's so tough sounding. Oh. In a way that I very relate tough. to. Sounds like, like a video a, game. It's like a tough hip hop. And you know I love tough hip hop. You also get some real good Hulk in this. I saw a girl in trouble, a sticky situation. She wanted me to give her mouth to mouth with such a Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Ah, very well represented. I'm happy we both chose one of those two. <laughs> All right. So, how old were you when you first heard this? You think you already said? I'm pretty high sure school? we were like freshmanish, sophomore age. Around it sounds there. about right for me as well. Yeah. Honestly, we probably heard it like the exact same week, if not day, with Cherie mm-hmm. handing it to us, like on a CD player. I like ass- listen to this. She or making a to mix. Me, it was a mix. I think it was a mix for me too. But she like would also punk, just sing it. It was like a punk mix, and then she just like threw a Hulk Hogan song in there, I'm pretty sure. For me, it'd be all kinds of stuff, but yeah, yeah she would definitely throw things like that on there. Um, and how did you originally feel about it when you heard it? Thought it was fucking hysterical. I already loved Hulk Hogan from being a kid. I used to have this little shampoo bottle that was his body, and you unscrewed his head, and shampoo was inside of it. 
No, it wasn't shampoo. It was bubble bath. Oh, so I've been a Hulkster. Right from the very start? I've been a Hulkamaniac right from the very start. I've been trying to rip my shirt in half from day goddamn one. All right. <laughs> so would you recommend this album today? I would. Yeah. This would be a recommendation of, I think this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think this is hilarious... We honestly might not have the same kind of sense of humor. Sense of humor. Like yeah. this is almost a test, a barometer for people I could hang out with. <laughs> All right. So I would listen to this again. Of course. And as far as rating this zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats, it's the music is fucking awful. Yeah. And he's not very talented vocally no (laughs) um and i don't feel like i relate to any of the like american made stuff Um, (laughs) but it's so funny that i'm going to give it a solid six good all right so it deserves a solid six zero out of ten of all the rock and roll cats what do you think zero out of the ten all over the rock and roll cats for me i gotta talk this one through because obviously like you said, the music is really fucking rough. Like, am I gauging this on how good it makes me feel and how much fun it is to listen to? Or am I rating this on, like, how was it writing style? Yeah. And I decided all of those are the same. Because, honestly, for people that I never thought had any musical talent, to find out that it was fucking the Hulkster and Jimmy Hart, and Jimmy Hart wrote Cinnamon Girl and all this shit, I'm giving this a fucking seven. <laughs> I thought you were going to give it higher than that with no, all the energy. I mean, because like really it kind of like deserves a four. But yeah. Just, but, but, the, but the history of it and like knowing who actually did it, I'm giving it a fucking seven. Mm, yeah. And it's fun to listen to. Okay. So then describe this album in one word go. To describe this album in one word go, I'm going to say party, party, party. Okay. Three times I'm going to say it. That's fine. You can do that. Uh, I am going to say mediocre. <laughs> but I love it. It's I, I feel like Makes so up here and so down here at the same time. I mean, you understand how this. rough it is, but you like to listen to it. It's fun. I don't think it's necessarily rough. I think it's an easier listen than a lot of things oh, that are bad. I mean, you would much rather listen to this than anything I like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Most <laughs> most of the time, not always. I mean, we both did love that uh King Diamond, yes, I know. We both loved it. I was born <laughs> a city they <laughs> called Buffalo. A zero, zero degrees below. It's, it's too damn, damn cold and funky. funky. So it's Pass not the joint. Like All right, so we are finished with the album. We are finished with questions. Yeah, yeah. Next, Sam, I am going to give you something that uh, I've been doing this more lately. Uh, not giving you actual albums, but I think it's fun to do albums and to do playlists. And I'm going to, I put together a playlist. I haven't solidified it yet, so I'll send it to you very soon. Um, I hate this time of year. Summer is my least favorite season of the entire year. But I decided that I'll be a little more positive than that. And I chose... A bunch of songs that are my favorite songs about summer. Oh, my God. You know more than one song about summer? I know all kinds oh my of songs about summer. Am I allowed to guess one right now? Sure. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. No, I'm actually not putting that one on. Yeah, there yeah, are a lot of... I, I did a bunch of songs and I've even... I've taken some off because right. I'm like, nah. Like, this, this is going to be more songs that I do actually like. All right. And I don't like that song. I like it. 
I like the concept. I mean, I also like that. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch song too. But I said, "Hey, my like girl, yo, concept. my name is Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch." Hey, you're walking away now. I'll call you a bitch because I'm a uh, what do they call that? Uh, a guy who has sexual frustrations because women An incel. turn him down. There you go, involuntary celibate. There we go. All right, so we are going to uh, be listening to songs about summer. All right, songs about summer. You don't want to tell people what these songs are. You're just gonna wait. Do you want me to? I don't know. Maybe he's... Nah, yeah, just wait. Fuck him. It's a surprise episode. Fuck all y'all. It's always a surprise episode. <laughs> yeah, I forget that part. But all just, right. there are songs about summer. They don't necessarily have to have summer in the title, but most of them do. All right, cool. Well, we're done, right? Yeah, we're finished. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Fuck <laughs> Bob rules, brother! Yeah! I bleached my hair blonde for you, brother! Look at my six inch python, brother! <sighs> Bye, everyone. I was gonna say we'll be back. We'll be back in a week. <laughs> Later. Bye.